When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, sweet one. There are moments in time that are simply unforgettable. So significant and momentous that you could never forget the experience. Unforgettable moments, such as the first time you smelled your mother's hot apple pie cooling by the windowsill or the first time you caught a snowflake in your mouth and smiled as it melted from the warmth of your body. Thinking back on these first always fill my soul with positive memories, a happier time that seemed so carefree and easy. And yet, as I grew older and got caught up in the man-made construct of time rather than living in the moment, I began to lose sight of the fact that these unforgettable times are still being made each and every day, and that a moment being a first is not what makes it special, but rather it is a wonderment and the excitement of the experience, no matter how small, spent with an unforgettably special person that makes for a lasting memory of joy. For it is not the delicious smell of the apple pie that still grips your heart, but the memory of your mom having baked it with love for you that keeps the memory firmly in your mind. Nor is the catching of a snowflake, but rather the holding of the hand by your loved one as you experience the melting sensation that made it special. Likewise, sitting across from one who makes your heart sing will create a lasting memory stronger than the opportunity to meet a celebrity, for the latter is for bragging rights, and the former for your compassionate humanity. And so, this episode is dedicated to all the people in our lives who are unforgettable, the people both with us and those who have passed that have given us a mountain of memories so special and lasting that they help us to conquer even the toughest of days. And yet, there is a sadness to these unforgettable memories in that memories are fleeting in reality, although timeless in our minds. As quickly as fireflies glow, moments slip past us until one day we wake and we wonder where all our moments have gone. And even more sadly, the fact that the unforgettable person who gave us all these special memories is now just a memory as well. I know how hard it is to struggle to juggle the day, 
and to allow for some resemblance of personal time. And yet, we must strive for this balance. We must find time to enjoy the moments of yesterday as well as our present. We must find time to appreciate those who have given us the moments that define who we are and how we view the world. Will you join me in doing this? Each morning, make it your task to reach out to someone unforgettable and let them know how special they are and mention at least one special memory that they have graced you with. Please brighten another's day by letting them know. And now, before I mention my sponsor, I wanted to reach out to all of my listeners. Over the past year, I've read stories to help you fall asleep and have given life tips of calmness and confidence. And I have been fortunate to have many of my listeners actually reach out and write to me. And a few have even helped sponsor my show to show support and to help me keep a roof over my head. And now it is that time of the year when I do a drive to ask all of my listeners to consider giving 99 cents a month to help keep me on the internet. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm slash bedtime stories for adults slash support and pledge 99 cents a month and it will automatically be taken out. Oh, and for all of you who've been sponsoring my podcast for the past year, please know that it seems that after a year the membership ends and you will need to repledge an amount. I was surprised by this and it was only brought to my attention by a few listeners who realized their membership stopped. So, sweet one, I know how tough times are financially. I know. And yet, I hope that you'll be able to help with 99 cents a month. And to do so, again, you just need to go to anchor.fm slash bedtime stories for adults slash support. Your 99 cent support will help me tremendously. And also, please keep your emails coming as I love to hear from you. I've received a lot of great feedback and some people telling me things that they would like to see me change. And I hope you've been able to notice those changes as you grow with me. After all, this isn't a podcast for me. It's a podcast for us. My sponsor is a tea company, but it is not an ordinary tea company, for they are extraordinary in not only their inventory, but in their beliefs in helping this world to be a better place. They are Plum Deluxe, and they can be found at PlumDeluxe.com. This tea company has such an amazing selection of teas, including their sleepy teas, such as their classic Cuddle Time Tea, which is chamomile, vanilla, and peppermint, or the nightcap that works wonders with valerian root and peppermint, or what about the calm and fruity tranquil peach, which is peach and chamomile, 
And then there's a chamomile with tart and crisp lemon notes, which is called Cozy Tranquil Dream. And that is with rosehip and lemongrass and chamomile. And then there is the calm chamomile, which is lavender, rose, and chamomile. It is the most floral of the bunch. And they also have a huge variety of herbal teas and wonderful flavors with an amazing taste. Besides the calming effects of teas, numerous studies, including those at Penn Medicine, have found that teas boost your immune system and help your heart. There are so many benefits to tea. And here's one more. When you buy tea from PlumDeluxe.com, they get the chance once more to show how they care about making this world a better place to live. You see, they're not paying me a dime for this ad. Rather, they're going to be sending teas to the Crime Victims Assistance Center. They provide counseling and assistance and education. Please go to PlumDeluxe.com. You'll be amazed at their selection and the quality of their teas. This is another story by Leo Tolstoy called The Three Questions. It once occurred to a certain king that if he always knew the right time to begin everything, if he knew who were the right people to listen to and whom to avoid, and above all, if he always knew what was the most important thing to do, he would never fail in anything he might undertake. And this thought, having occurred to him, he had it proclaimed throughout his kingdom that he would give a great reward to anyone who would teach him what was the right time for every action and who were the most necessary people and how he might know what was the most important thing to do. And learned men came to the king but they all answered his questions differently. In reply to the first question, some said that to know the right time for every action, one must draw up in advance a table of days, months and years, and must live strictly accordingly to it. Only thus, they said, could everything be done at its proper time. Others declared that it is impossible to decide beforehand the right time for every action, but that not letting oneself be absorbed in idle pastimes, one should always attend to all that was going on, and then do what was most needful. Others again said that however attentive the king might be to what was going on, it was impossible for one man to decide correctly the right time for every action, but that he should have a council of wise men who would help him to fix the proper time for everything. But then again, others said, there were some things which could not wait to be laid before the council, but about which one had at once to decide whether to undertake them or not. But in order to decide that, one must know beforehand what was going to happen. It is only magicians who know that, and therefore, in order to know the right time for every action, one must consult magicians. Equally various were the answers to the second question. Some said, the people the king most needed were his counselors, 
others were the priests, and others the doctors, while some said they were warriors that were most necessary. To the third question as to what was the most important occupation, some replied that the most important thing in the world was science, while others said it was a skill in warfare, and others again that it was religious worship. All the answers being different, the king agreed with none of them and gave the regard to none. But still wishing to find the right answers to his questions, he decided to consult a hermit, widely renowned for his wisdom. The hermit lived in a wood, which he never quitted, and he received none but common folk. So the king put on simple clothes, and before reaching the hermit's cell, dismounted from his horse and leaving his bodyguard behind, he went on alone. When the king approached, the hermit was digging the ground in front of his hut. Seeing the king, he greeted him and went on digging. The hermit was frail and weak, and every time he stuck his spade into the ground and turned a little earth, he breathed heavily. The king went up to him and said, I have come to you, wise hermit, to ask you the answer for three questions. How can I learn to do the right thing at the right time? Who are the people I need most? And to whom should I therefore pay more attention to than the rest? And what affairs are the most important and need my attention first? The hermit listened to the king but answered nothing. He just spat on his hand and recommenced digging. You are tired, said the king. Let me take the spade and work a while for you. Thanks, said the hermit, and giving the spade to the king, he sat down on the ground. While he had dug two beds, the king stopped and repeated his questions. The hermit again gave no answer, but rose and stretched out his hand for the spade and said, Now rest a while and let me work a bit. But the king did not give him the spade and continued to dig. One hour passed, and then another. The sun began to sink behind the trees, and the king had his last struck of the spade into the ground and said, I came to you, wise man, to answer my questions. If you can give me none, tell me so, and I will return home. Here comes someone running, said the hermit. Let us see who he is. The king turned around and saw a bearded man come running out of the woods. The man held his hands pressed against his stomach, and blood was flowing from underneath them. When he reached the king, he fell fainting onto the ground and moaning. The king and the hermit unfastened the man's clothing. There was a large wound in his stomach, and the king washed it as best he could, and he bandaged it with his handkerchief and with a towel the hermit had. But the blood would not stop flowing, and the king again and again removed the bandaged and soaked with warm blood and washed and rebandaged the wound. When at last the blood ceased flowing, the man revived and asked for something to drink. The king brought him fresh water and gave it to him. Meanwhile, the sun had set and had become cool, so the king, with the hermit's help, carried the wounded man into the hut and laid him on the bed. Lying on the bed, the man closed his eyes and was quiet. But the king was so tired with his walk and with the work that he had done that he crouched down on the threshold and also fell asleep so soundly that he slept all through the short summer night. When he woke in the morning, 
It wasn't long before he could remember where he was, or who was the strange bearded man lying on the bed and gazing intently at him with shiny eyes. Forgive me, said the bearded man in a weak voice, when he saw that the king was awake and was looking at him. I do not know you, and I have nothing to forgive you for, said the king. You do not know me, but I know you. I am that enemy of yours who swore to revenge himself on you because you executed his brother and seized his property. I knew you had gone alone to see the hermit, and I resolved to kill you on your way back. But the day passed, and you did not return. So I came out from my ambush to find you, and I came upon your bodyguard, and they recognized me and wounded me. I escaped from them, but should have bled to death had it not been for you dressing my wound. I wished to kill you, and you saved my life. Now if I live, and if you wish it, I will serve you as your most faithful slave, and will bid my sons do the same. Please forgive me. The king was very glad to have made peace with his enemy so easily, and to have gained him for a friend. And he not only forgave him, but said he would send his servants and his own physician to attend him, and promised to restore his property. Having taken leave of the wounded man, the king went on to the porch and looked around for the hermit. Before going away, he wished once more to beg for an answer to his questions that he had. The hermit was outside, on his knees, sowing seeds in the bed that had been dug the day before. The king approached him and said, For the last time, I pray you to answer my questions, wise men. You have already been answered, said the hermit. How? How was I answered, said the king? What do you mean? Do you not see, replied the hermit, if you had not pitied my weakness yesterday, and had not dug those beds for me, but have gone your way, that man would have attacked you, and you would have repented of not having stayed with me. So the most important time was when you were digging the beds, and I was the most important man, and to do me good was your most important business. Afterwards, when the man ran toward us, the most important time was when you were attending to him, for if you had not bound up his wounds, he would have died without having made peace with you. So he was the most important man, and what you did for him was the most important business. Remember then, there is only one time that is important, and that is now. It is the most important time, because it is the only time when we have any power. The most necessary man is he whom you are, for no man knows whether he will ever have dealings with anyone else. And the most important affair is to do him good, because for that purpose alone was man was sent into this life. Sweet one, I hope you'll always remember that. Never forget your unforgettable moments and the fact that you're making them each and every day in the now. There is no more important time than now. There is no important person than you. And what good you can bring to this world, one person at a time. And now it is time to get some rest. Good night.